Welcome to It Is Rough Out There, season three of our mini series, episode seven. I wow. I can't believe it. We did this. Went by fast. It did. It, go by, it went by really fast. This one we're calling Barking in the Car. Barking in the Car. So a lot of things can happen in the car, as we know, Kelly, right? Oh, yeah. We have situations where um, dogs can go flying in the car. Yep. Uh, dogs can become sick in the car. Because they have yes. a motion sickness uh, situation, which you really should talk to your veterinarian about because there are um, things out there that you can do to help your pet make the traveling in a car more... Um, less nerve-wracking. Right. <clears throat> yeah. And you have to do less cleaning. Um, what other things, uh, especially uh, we were talking about with Missing Dogs Massachusetts, um, there are some definitely helpful hi hints for owners to not do um, with their pet in the car. Well, and then there's the whole like too hot, too cold, just leave them home, people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they don't love it so much. Like I get it. My dog, my dog loves to go to the store with me. But if I have any errands that don't include bringing the dog in with me, they don't get to go. Mm -hmm. I mean, one of the things like as, you know, all growing up, I used to, you know, you'd see a dog with his head out the window, ears flapping in the breeze. And you think, oh, my gosh, look at that dog. He's having such a great time mm -hmm. until I became a volunteer with missing dogs and missing dog recovery because that dog with his head out the window frequently may have a leash on but is not anchored to anything. And let me tell you, in a blink, those dogs hop out of that car for sometimes a kid with an ice cream cone because they want the ice cream cone. Mm -hmm. Other times it's a rabbit or a deer or something they think they smelled and sometimes not for any good reason at all. Mm -hmm. And then they're gone. So you really do have to have a plan as to like when you put your dog in the car um, while you're driving if she or he loves to have their head out the window with the wind blowing in their ears, make sure that they're like, you can actually buy a leash that has a seatbelt buckle on it and you can connect it. So they're like, essentially, they're not really buckled in, but they're buckled in enough that they can't jump out the window. Right. And then with Missing Dogs Massachusetts, um, I know that Kelly has had situations where people have um, been in car accidents mm, and, and the dogs have taken off the dogs yeah. have taken off which um then you know you folks get involved yeah we we actually trapped a pair of afghan afghan hounds up on the north shore off of 95 because someone had an accident and the dogs escaped and you know thankfully everybody was fine in that accident but it's still it happens and they don't call it an accident for no reason like it is a possibility and then the last case that i worked where the dog jumped out the window of the car was a dog they had had forever the dog was very predictable calm easygoing dog we had to call 911 because the owner was stuck in the mud oh, no. out in a swamp trying to get his dog who was up on a hump of grass. Oh, my so goodness. So lots of things can go downhill. So just really buckle your dog and, you know, keep them contained or even the best way possible and the safer for the dog and safer for you. And I know you don't want to hear it, but the crate in the back of your car is mm -hmm. the ideal space because 
no matter what happens. It, that's their best protection. And we've also talked in previous episodes with some of the folks that have been on some of the episodes that have um, either been with Missing Dogs Massachusetts or been on the receiving end of Missing Dogs Massachusetts that with these newfangled, um, what do you call them, hatchbacks, mm. that if your dog is in the trunk oh, area yes. and those hatchbacks close very, very, very slowly oh, I've or had, they open. I've had three cases in the last month alone with dogs that are missing that that's how they got loose. Like dog hopped in, couldn't wait to go for a ride, threw the leash in, hit the button and walked away mm-hmm. and off like a shot, the dog was gone. So really secure the dog is, securing the dog is so important. And they can, dogs can sneak out of really small areas. So yeah. even if there's a little bit left before it closes, that dog can get out. Well, in a lot of those little hatches, I think if they're interrupted, they just reverse anyways. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I know so. I've hit my head on mine a lot. <laughs> trying to take out groceries and do stuff like that. So I can only imagine if, you know, you have a dog in there and if you possibly have a new dog. Right. That you're not sure of or he's not completely bonded with you. You know, all of those factors are going to play in and how we we can get the dog back to you. Um, And, you know, even the most well-behaved dogs might see the grass is greener somewhere across the road and they're going to be gone like a shot. And then let's not forget the it's too hot, it's too cold. And I know with a lot of the new electric cars, they do have, you know, pet mode so Mm -hmm. that the AC or the heat runs and the radio goes. But, you know, all it takes is for five extra minutes of it failing, the system failing, and, you know, it's too cold or it's too hot turns into a really life-threatening situation for your dog. So it's sometimes just not worth the risk. Like, if I'm going to go to Lowe's and walk around the garden center, I'm going to take my dog. Mm -hmm. But if I have to go to the bank on the way home, I don't. Unless you're doing drive-thru. Oh, yeah, that's true. My Yeah, my bank does have a drive through but I like them in the, my bank, so I like to go inside and say <laughs> hi. <laughs> now, my dogs love the car, and I have talked about how we, I take them, you know, a lot of the time, and I take them, you know, if I have to take one of them to the vet. And this was when the vet didn't have us going into the building. Now I really don't, unless I'm going to take all of them in right. and um, bring them in with me. But also, too, like I like to do a lot of errands and I'll go through like Starbucks drive through and they love to go. So I know if I'm just going to be in the car pretty much the whole time, maybe still have on my pajamas, then <laughs> the dogs can go with me. I know that our friend Melissa, she would say, well, I'm doing dog errands that morning. So I'll be, you know, I can, I'll, I'll be happy to swing by, you know, because she, she knows she has all her errands for that Saturday morning are planned to be drive throughs or places she can bring the dogs. Exactly. Yeah. So if we um, just are mindful of car safety for our dogs and also understand that there are times we're going to have to take our dogs in the car. So maybe get them used to being in the car and being safe in the car. And having your quick errands that you do with them on a routine basis. So they are always in the exercise of going in the car. Exactly. So that when it's time for them to go to some place that they're maybe not so fond of and, you know, like the vet or the groomer or wherever, they're maybe a little bit more nervous that they're not, you know, 
always just going to those places. To those places, right. That they're going to other places as well. You know what I did with Sophie when she was being, you know, she's, you know, she's a little neurotic anyways. But um, when we were working on socialization, one of the homeworks that we got from our trainer was to go to the vet office and have the people behind the desk give her a treat. Mm -hmm. So my vet was not in my town at that time. So it was quite (laughs) a schlep, but we did it. And you know what? It changed. We did it for like once a month for maybe six months. And then at her next appointment, I kind of went the week before and got her a treat. And then we left and then she had her appointment. And then the next week I went back and did it again. And it's really been fine ever since. Mm -hmm. Now we have a new vet and it is closer, but I, you know, I don't even feel like it's necessary. She's She's really much better about it. But it's all about thinking ahead to what you have to do to be able to do it and making sure you condition the dogs accordingly. Definitely. Those are some really good tips. So this is this is all we have for our wisdom week that um, we decided to do because of the wisdom app, which they have asked us to be kind of a wisdom uh, guru. Wis- wisdom circle a little bit, maybe. <laughs> So um, you can, I think they said it's going to launch um, on Tuesday, the 12th of uh, September. So you can go to your app store and find the Wisdom app and see if you can find it and um, go from there and see if you can find us. Hopefully they'll uh, include us, as they said they would. It'll be interesting to see what else goes up there because I've got a few things I'd like some answers on. There you go. Well, thank you very much uh, for joining us on this short journey for a season. We're going to download these episodes um, one each day for this week. And uh, we thought it was kind of fun just to do little snippets. So as we always say, thank thank you you for for keeping keeping us out of the doghouse. It is Rafa.